Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Hey, welcome back to another edition of Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray. and We've got another great show on the way today. In a little bit, we'll talk about how you can get out of your own way when it comes to financial planning, some tips for how to handle that, and maybe answer a listener question or two before things wrap up as well, plus some new IRA rules and uh, pieces of information that you should know. We'll get to that pretty quickly here at the top. But first, let's just say hello, Kevin. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well, Walter. I think you you know this, but right after the show, I'm to, tomorrow. I shouldn't say right after the show, but tomorrow I'm out of here and I'm in Arkansas fishing on the White River for some big trout. So wish me luck. Nice. Bring home some big ones. I'd I'll try to send me some pictures, <laughs> all that good stuff that we usually talk about. Yeah, I'll try to. Nice. But looking forward to it. You know, hopefully it's it's going to be a little warmer down there. So hopefully we're going to get some sun. But it's not looking good. I haven't seen the sun here in Michigan quite some time. So I was kind of hoping to see what it looked like, but we'll see. <laughs> well, maybe you'll get a little lucky on the trip and uh, get some peaks of sunshine and some good weather along the way. But it doesn't matter what the weather is as long as the fish are biting, right? That's right. And actually, when it's cloudy, it's better for fishing. So, there so you I go. shouldn't That's complain. Yet. Very true. Yeah. So might actually work in your favor a little bit. That's pretty cool. We'll see. Yeah. Very nice. Have you gotten out onto the uh, lake to do any ice fishing yet? I know you've been trying to talk a little bit about getting out there to do that. but You know, there was like a week when I seen people out there on the lake, but it just doesn't, it wasn't safe enough for me. Just not um, quite there for you not yet. Not quite, yeah. you know, it was, it's not froze out that far. Now it's thawing again, but, um, you know, they're out, out front, I think, where people are at maybe three foot of water, they're spearing pike. So that, I'm not I'm not too into that. I'm just like, I like to catch the walleye, the perch, or something like that. So, yeah. Nice. Well, uh, there's still plenty of time in the winter, hopefully, to uh, still get out there once or twice. And if the weather turns in the right direction for you and makes that a little bit more solid, then perhaps that comes around for you. I, I, I'm thinking that you're going to have to get out there in the boat, not on the ice, because the way the weather is going. So, yep. Yeah. Uh, either way, you'll, you'll fish from any, uh, any direction you can, right? That's right. Very good. Well, let's dive into today's conversation, Kevin. And uh, you wanted to hit on a kind of a a little bit of a newsy note here at the beginning, just some some IRA news, if you will. Yeah, so the IRS, what they did is they they come out every year and they say how much you can contribute to your 401ks, 403bs, IRAs, those kind of things. And they've increased those numbers. So I thought I would, you know, pass those along to our audience here and maybe help them a little bit as far as getting closer to their retirement by saving a little bit more. Does that make sense? Makes sense to me. All right. So for the year 2024, now the IRS has increased what you can put in your, you know, your federal th- uh, thrift savings plan, your 403Bs, those types of things. Now, they didn't make a big increase, Walter. Last year it was 22500 What do you think they increased it to? Oh, probably another 500 or something like that. That's it. 23000 That seems to be the magic increase number most years, yep. just from memory. So the government's telling us what? Don't rely on the government, you know, save all you can, but then they limit what we can save I, and the small increases. I don't, I don't understand that. So it's up to 23000 if you're under the age 50. So the, new, the next numbers I'm going to tell you, Walter, affects you because you're the ripe old age of 36, 37, correct? That's right. We were talking before the show how old I was. We couldn't quite remember. <laughs> so Kevin's, <laughs> you're getting Kevin's older messing with remember. me again there, yeah, not yeah. throwing out two ages. <laughs> yeah. 
So if you have a you know thrift savings plan, those types of things, you can you can increase your contributions if your age if you're under age 50 to 23,000. Now on the IRA, last year it was 6,500. What do you think they increased it to this year? I'm going to go with 500 again. Ding, ding, ding. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was it's a up, magic number. It's up to $7,000 a year, under age 50. Okay. Now they have something called, and we talk about this quite a bit on the show, the IRA catch-up contribution limits for individuals over age 50. I'm going to see how good a student you are, Walter. What does okay. that mean? Uh, if I remember correctly, so they're saying you get to you get a little bit closer to retirement, they want you to be able to catch up a little bit or save a little bit more as you get closer to that retirement date. So they increase the amount you're able to put into these plans. Yeah, they do. So this, if you're over age 50 and you're, and you're putting money into your IRA, they've increased it by how much, Walter? Um, well, probably up? 500 again from what it was before. 1,000. Oh, a thousand. Okay. Yes. So, so get, go go figure. Right. Even bigger jump on the catch up part. Yes. So you can you know you can go a thousand up and over that. So now the catch up contributions for employees age fifty and above who part. Now this is key. I don't, a lot of people don't know this. Who participate? So in a four hundred one k four hundred three b four fifty seven, you know the in the thrift saving plan remains at seventy five hundred. So if you have an IRA, there's different rules that go around. I mean a four hundred one k. There's different rules that go around with that. And if you're over age 50, so they're, they're increasing it by 7,500. So if you're over age 50 and you have 401, 403B, most 457s, thrift plans, all those types of things, you can set aside $30,500 per year. So up 75, it's $7,500 more than if you were below age 50. Does that make sense? It does make sense. So that, that's your area of opportunity in that older age is an extra $7,500 you can put away for retirement each year. Right. So imagine you're 50 and you're going to retire at 65. Now you can see how sometimes you can really supercharge your retirement savings, right? Yeah. I mean, that piles up over the course of 15 years plus an additional you know, chance to earn a return on those dollars. It does. It does. Now let's look at something, and I was alluding to this a minute ago. I kind of jump-started myself. For single taxpayers, if you are covered, now this is, this is a lot of people don't know this, but if you're covered by a workplace retirement plan, the 401s, the 403Bs, they phase out, they call something called a phase out range, and it's between seventy-seven dollars and $87,000, up between seventy-three and eighty-three. dollars What does that mean? If you're up and above that, you cannot contribute to an I, a deductible IRA and take part of that as a deduction. So in other words, your income, it's going to phase you out to make you eligible to make that IRA deductible. So if you're in, at work and your contributions are going into a 401, 403B, be careful when you do that. Now, most attorneys or no, no, most accountants will make you aware of that after the fact, so then you got to do some backpedaling and that kind of things. If you're married filing jointly, it's up to 116 and 136, or I mean between 123 and 143, up from 116 to 136. So those things are going to be in play. And then if you're contributing to an IRA and you're not covered by workplace retirement. So what am I getting at there? Oh, I, now now you've lost me. Um, yeah, so That's a not, good thing. So we can explain some more for the listeners. I'm sure I'm not yeah, the only one. Right. So be, the previous thing I was stating was if you're covered by, you know, you have a 401k, you're covered at work through some savings plan. This is for people who are not covered at work. And that's the, you're right. Everybody goes down the same situation. What are you talking about? So if an IRA contribution, somebody's contributing to their IRA who's not covered, that's the key word, not covered by a workplace retirement plan, and is married to someone who is covered, 
the phase out range is is increased between 230 and 240,000. So before it was 123 to 143, then you know the phase they're phasing out whether you can make a deductible IRA if you're married uh, and and you and you personally don't have a 401k or someplace at work that you can do. Now they they increase the income limits to 230 240. Does that make sense? Makes sense. Okay, so I'm just putting this into my own context, right? Like, so Connie, she has the ability to save in like work a work plan, a 403b, and that sort of thing. But I, as someone who is self-employed, cannot. Uh, I don't have that access. Um, all, no, actually, I take that back. Technically, we started a 401k this year, so I'm I now don't fall into that category. I used to, but not anymore. You, so you I'm used to, yeah. I am more restricted now that we have a 401k through work. Yes. So. You know, based on those income limits, now for the case of you and Connie, now that you have a 401k at work, if your income is going to be between 123 and 143, you got to be very careful because that's when they phase out. They call it the phase out. And that's when you, if you make a contribution to an IRA, you still can, but it won't be deductible. And it makes no sense to do that. Right. So a lot of people fall into that trap. You got to be very careful going down the road when you when you're looking at that. You know, if you don't know for mm-hmm. sure, talk to your advisor, talk to your accountant, and make sure that you know you're taking advantage of the tax laws that are out there. But make sure you're not you're also not getting hurt more than you think you're gaining. So it's a great point. So it sounds like that's why. I mean, that's why a lot of people, especially as they get later in their working years and their incomes are higher, they really want to focus on at least first saving in that 401k, that 403b, maxing that out, because that's where you're going to get the most benefits from tax deductions and those kinds of things, because you run into some problematic rules once you get outside of that zone in the traditional savings accounts. Yes. Okay. So you can, you know, if we look at the, you know, IRA, you can put in a whole lot more in your 401k. You know, contribution limit than you can in your IRA for that example, too. And you don't have the income limits in a lot of cases inside right. those employer plans and those kinds right. of things. Okay. And plus, the employer, most employers match up to a certain percentage right. you put in. So that's free money. That's on top of what you're doing. When, when people come in, that's one of the first things I ask them How much are you contributing to your 401k? We'll put that in the plan and we'll show it growing every year. How much, you, you know, you're going to increase it. We can show all those types of things. But people are surprised when we sit down and we start putting the contributions they're putting in. And then we'll, we'll normally look at their 401k statements or we'll look at something. And they and almost almost all the time, Walter, they don't count the employer's contributions. And that's huge in most cases. So I'll give you an example. The other day we had a person putting in $18,000 a year themselves. And then the employer was matching up to 9000 so that's another 9000 per year, and he's got about eight years to go for a retire. That, that adds up very quickly. So that supercharge, what, what he anticipated his, you know, his, his accounts were going to be, or the, you know, the possibility that it could be, because there's another $8,000 on top, or $9,000 on top, what he didn't see. Yeah, don't, don't leave that stuff on the table, right? Like, this is a, these no. are great opportunities. Yeah. So, you know, if you, you know, we have some people come in, I don't like the 401k. Well, if you don't, you're in that boat at least... Put enough in to get that match because that's free money. That's money you're walking away from. If you walk down the road, Walter, let me ask you this, and you've seen five $100 bills laying on the ground, would you pick them up? Yeah, five, five pennies, maybe not so much these days, but five $500 bills, sure, yeah. why not? <laughs> and in most cases, when I'm looking at 401k contributions or matches, that's the minimum. You know, It goes up from yeah. there. So that's what people are walking away from, and over time that adds up. 
Yep. I've uh, definitely heard those stories before where people didn't take advantage of those matches and uh, they kicked themselves later on when they realized kind of the consequences of that. So that's definitely a good thing to raise awareness about today, Kevin. Sounds like the other moral of the story here is if you are someone who has been maxing out your plans, well, just make sure to take a look at your contributions here at the beginning of the year because you can actually bump those numbers up a little bit to those new maximums. So if you want to continue maxing out, you've got that new opportunity. Make sure to make those adjustments in your plan. And then uh, second big takeaway, Kevin, would be people who have turned that corner from, it was age 50, right? That was the, the, the catch-up contributions. Yep. Yep. So if you've turned 50 this year, that should be like a big you know, blinking red light that you need to reevaluate those contributions and make sure that you are now perhaps adding, if you can, uh, additional monies to those uh, contribution limits. Yeah. So when people come to my office, one of their biggest fears is, listen, I don't think I saved enough money for retirement. Let's just, I'm going to age you up, Walter. You're 50 years old. Okay, perfect. Now, now all of a sudden, you're 50 years old, and you and Connie can both put in 30, over $30,000 a year. And you, and you do that for the next 10, 15 years. What do you think that's going to do? Oh, we, should, we should start to feel a little bit more comfortable about retirement. You should, Just right, with that yeah. one change, yeah. Yeah, so those, those things are available, and it's this time of year, January, you know, where everything changes, and we want to update people as we go along of the type of planning that's available for you, and you just have to take advantage of it. Excellent. Well, if you are in that uh, kind of uh, situation in your life where you're not quite sure if you've saved enough for retirement or not sure if you're on the right trajectory to save enough for retirement and you need to take a little bit closer look at how you're currently allocated and what your current savings rates are, are you maxing out? Are you taking advantage of the match to its fullest uh, opportunities in your work plans? These are all the kinds of questions that usually spark people to reach out and talk to Kevin to get an initial financial review. Even if you feel pretty good about all those things, perhaps I'd say, I'm not really sure, though, if I can live the same lifestyle that I want to in retirement. I don't know if I'm going to, are my expenses going to match the income that I can create off of my dollars? Well, these are some of the basic questions, as well as there are more advanced questions, of course, that Kevin's able to answer as part of the planning process. And it all starts with clients, very simple conversation, some question that's on your mind or particular thing that you want to problem solve for or figure out. Uh, It doesn't uh, cost you anything to come in and have a conversation with Kevin and go through an initial review of your portfolio. So again, no cost, no obligation. All you have to do is reach out by calling 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. You can also go online to insightfolios.com. That's insightfolios.com. Get in touch with Kevin through the website as well. But the easiest way to tap into those uh, three decades of experience that Kevin brings to the table each and every episode at each and every meeting with his clients is to pick up that phone and give a call. If you get the voicemail, leave a quick note. Kevin and the team will follow back up with you. Kevin was born and raised in Pinconning. That's where the office is today. And one more time, your number to call to reach out is 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. All right, more to come on today's episode. Stay tuned. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. What's that old naval acronym? Keep it simple, stupid. Uh, That's the one. Keep listening to Simply Financial. Discover a simpler approach to investing. Thanks for joining us on Simply Financial today. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, serving you throughout the Tri-City area and beyond, but based right in Pinconning. Come by, say hello, have a conversation about your finances, or talk about chicken wings, or air fryers, or local fishing (laughs) spots, or the best restaurants in town. Kevin's got you covered on all those topics, right, Kevin? 
You, you're darn right I do. I know this town pretty good. I lived here all my life. Yes. That's right. If you need need a recommendation on pretty much anything, touch base with Kevin. He's going to hook you up there. All right, Kevin, let's talk about getting out of our own way when it comes to financial planning. And what we have found over the years is that there are some common ways that, uh, you know, it's just pretty typical. People will kind of, I don't know, just trip over themselves as they try to get ready for their financial situation. We focus so much on what the larger economy is doing, Kevin, what the the outside world's going to do to us. That's where a lot of people's fears are focused. But so many people could help themselves dramatically with their finances if they just stayed out of their own way, Kevin. Do you find that to be the case in a lot of the people that you meet with? Well, you're talking about what, Walter? We're talking about emotions, right? That's right. So when we're talking about emotions right now, what do you think? I'm going to quiz you for a second. What do you think when people come to my office, they're waiting for what to get over with to see which direction they think the market's going to go? Well, they're usually looking at news, right? And they're right. they're they're waiting for something to happen or something to stop happening before they, they may want to jump in or or jump out. And and that'd be the first thing on our list, right? That that fear or greed element causing people to to buy or sell always at the wrong time, it seems. It does. So let's. So the elections, right, are coming up. So I hear that. Oh, quite that's a bit. right. The Middle East, right? The the border. All of these things you're listening to, and it tends to make people fearful, just like you said. But let's look. Let's look back in history. Remember, we talk about every week on here. If you're going to be investing, you're going to be investing in the market. It's a long term game. So if you go back, let's say you go back. When were you born, Walter? What year? 1987. Okay, let's go back to 1987. Has there been lots of bad things that's happened since you've been born in been the a, world? Been a few things, yeah. Been a few things, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I was born in 1960. Been a few things that's been bad. But guess what? Through all of those turbulent times, through all of those ups and downs, through the 2008, through the 2001, two and through the you know the dot com burst, the the nine eleven, nine eleven. I'm thinking, yeah. yeah, the the pandemic, all of these things, right? If you stayed the course, if you got out of your way, I think that's what you called it, Walter. If you got out of your way and didn't allow, you know, fear or greed to get in the way, you've been okay. And that's what I, that's the only thing I can maybe tell people to help them get through that is let's look back to history. Let's look back, you know, since World War One, World War Two, the Korean War, the Vietnam War, you know, the Kennedy assassination, all of the things that's happened in this world, bring them to the moon. The market has always been the best place to get long-term growth. And that's what it is. You have to get out of your own way. You have to stop that white noise from getting underneath your skin and kind of bubbling up and causing you to make those emotional decisions. Because as we know, and if we look back in time, um, that normally doesn't work out. Ibison did a study. And what they what they did is they found the market return. I can't remember the numbers, but I, I do remember the investor numbers. Let's say the market returned 89%, but the average investor returned around 4 Why do you think that is? Making bad choices, jumping in Making and out. Choices, Those emotions right? taking us in the wrong direction. Yeah. yeah, you get out at the wrong time. You try to get back in at the right time, and you cannot time the market. We all know that. So you have to get out of your own way. You just have to think, you know, long term. Now, if you're 58 years old and you're getting close to retirement, of course we got to do something different. But if you're younger, like Walter, 36, let it run. Let it, you know, let it do its thing because there's going to be many ups and downs. In the next 100 years, I can. that's the only thing I can guarantee on the market. And through all those ups and downs, there's opportunities. And if you just stay the track, if you look back in history, you've always been okay. 
Yeah. When it comes to the market, if you have a long-term outlook, the whole thing really shouldn't be that difficult, right? No, should be, no. Should be, should be a pretty easy process. But keeping the emotions in check is the hard part through all of well, it. Well, you're getting bombarded every day yeah. from the news, from Facebook, from social media, from whatever. You know, it, yeah. the, the world's falling apart, you know, chicken little, right? Absolutely. All the time. Well, we got five total tips to give you here on getting out of your own way when it comes to your finances and retirement planning. Allowing fear or greed to cause those uh, wrong choices is number one on the list, so try not to let that happen. Not everything is driven by the emotions, though. Uh, Second on our list, Kevin, would be making bad investment choices in an effort to save money on taxes. This is where it's like a, a good intention thing, but often still leads to a bad choice. Right. And depending on your age, you know, some people will come to my office and they'll have a municipal bond account. So what is a municipal bond? Well, it's, it's federally tax-free. Sometimes it's state, you know, the state of Michigan tax-free, depending on which one you're getting. But the rates have been so low, you're kind of defeating your purpose because you're, you're, you may be saving a few dollars on taxes, but you're sacrificing in a growth aspect of it. So had you been invested somewhere else and even paid the taxes afterwards, in, in a lot of cases, that when people are coming to my office, you would have been a lot better off by doing that. So it's right. It's a good intention. You know, maybe save some money on taxes, but in the long run, you got to look long term, not short term. And I think that's where most people go, you know, go off the track here a little bit. So if you're looking long term, and if you and if, the, if it doesn't really meet your requirement for getting you to retirement, it saves you money on taxes versus getting you to retirement and growing that account. I think there's where the adjustments need to be made. And you can save on taxes other way, otherwise, too. You know, you can do the IRAs, the 403Bs that we talked about, the 401Ks. And then, you know, there's lots of options out there. You can do, you know, deferred annuities. You can do all kinds of things to save money on taxes. But you just got to be careful. And make sure it's in line for what you're trying to do and what you're trying to accomplish. And make sure it's going to get you to a retirement goal faster rather than later. If you have any questions for Kevin, you can reach him by calling 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. All right, a third way you can get out of your own way in retirement planning and financial planning, leaving too much money in cash for too long because you procrastinated instead of actively deciding what to do with it. You've probably seen this one too many times. A lot. What do we call that, Walter, when they leave that, money in That's cash? that lazy money. We've talked lazy about that before. Lazy money, right? No, no I'll, I'll grant you this. Today's lazy money is getting fatter than it was two years ago. Yeah, um, which is a good thing. Interest rates, yeah, <laughs> getting fatter in this is, case. Yeah. yeah, interest rates are up. But if you have money set aside, you know, typically when people come into my office, I'm going to say, how much do you have set aside for emergencies? You know, I like to see six months to a year, um, minimum a year in most cases. So if you need a roof, you have a car, you have an accident or whatever it happens to be in the health, we can rely on that. So the other dollars, you know, you can invest in a couple of different ways. You can invest them long term for, um, you know, your retirement. Or maybe you can, you know, CDs right now aren't, aren't too bad. You can get them over 5% right now. So if you want a, a shorter term money, you don't need that money for the next 7 months, 11 months, 12 months, whatever it is. At least you can get 5% on that, on that money. By leaving it into your checking account, you're probably getting under a quarter of 1%. So this, let's do some simple math here, Walter. You got your calculator handy? All right, I've got it up. All right, so if you got $100,000 and it's just sitting in a checking account because you've been procrastinating, not knowing what to do, and earns a quarter percent, how much is that interest per year? Quarter percent, so we're going to be at uh, 2500 bucks. How about 250 Oh, 250 It's even worse than, uh, so, I was 2.5%. I'm sorry, quarter percent. Half, yeah. yeah, $250. Right, so not simply much. by make, making a decision, and you got a CD for 5%, 
What's the interest? Now, now that's five thousand. Now that's five thousand. Yeah, forty seven hundred and fifty dollars more, right? Pretty significant. I yeah, mean, so think about that. Yeah, think about let that sit in for a minute. If you walk down the street and you've seen forty seven hundred dollars laying underground, again, are you going to pick it up? Of course you are. Right? <laughs> what world are you living in where we've got five hundreds and forty seven hundred dollars sitting on the ground all the time? You're, you're well, in a you're in a money sitting on the ground kind of mood today. <laughs> well, that's how I explain it to people because when it's so, and I'm I'm giving you example. Somebody just came in at hundred grand in their bank. That actually more of a hundred grand. They had them enough set aside for their emergency account, and I and I went down that same talk I just had with you. If you've seen $4,700 laying on the ground, would you pick it up? And they said, of course I would. But you're not. You you really are living in a world where you see that, where people are letting that $4,700 just sit on the ground. And and it's the effort of bending over and picking it up. It would be the same thing as just saying, hey, instead of investing it over here, we're going to move it over here. Yeah. And if you move it from pocket A, the left pocket, to your right pocket, is it still in your pockets? Still in my pocket. I think that's the disconnect people get. Well, I can't get it no more. You can. It's still your money. It just, you know, let's start making far, smart financial decisions that's going to impact the quality of your life in retirement. And that starts by you sitting down with an advisor and you looking at what you're doing. If you have lazy money sitting there, any advisor should be telling you, we need to put that to work. And it doesn't matter where, as long as it fits your needs, but we need to put it to work. And its goal is to generate income for you, generate interest, and it's to get you closer to retirement and get you into retirement and get all the way through retirement without running out of money. And that's what I think a lot of people miss that connection. Mm-hmm. By taking it from left side of, of your pants pocket and putting it right side of your pants pocket, it's still yours. But now your right side has $4,750 more. Let's, it, let's look at that. If you are having trouble getting out of your own way when it comes to planning for retirement, often just a counselor, an advisor, can help guide you to the right choices and keep you from making these kinds of mistakes and getting in your own way in terms of success. And so if you'd like to work with somebody in the area that uh, can fulfill that role and help you better prepare for your financial future and for retirement, work with the best. Kevin Ray, financial coach at Insight Folios. Born and raised in Pinconning, that's where the office is as well. You can call Kevin and set up that time to visit at 888-885-PLAN. It's that easy, 888-885-7526. Call. If you get the voicemail, leave a message. Kevin will set up that time to chat with you. And you can start talking about the specifics of your plan. Remember, everything's customized to your individual needs, goals, and wants. It's all built off of a solid planning process that's similar from client to client, but the solutions and uh, the, the the ideas, all of those things are going to be unique to your situation. Important to remember that, that you need a customized plan along the way. 888-885-PLAN is that number. All right, Kevin, another way that people get in their own way is overthinking every decision to the point that they never make any decision at all. I think there's a term for this, analysis by paralysis or that's some it. variation of that. That's it. Let me give you an example. I have a cousin who's looking for a toolbox. You know, we're talking, you know, it, it's, it's He's looking actually, for a box to put his tools in. Two tools in. But okay. it's, it's sort of like a workbench toolbox. Sure. You know, he wants a okay. bench on top of it. Okay. And how so long kind of like a, the, big, the big red craftsman or, you know, co- yeah, a blue well, cobalt this, or whatever it may be. Yeah, exactly. In this case, he's looked at craftsman, cobalt, husky, um, the ones at Harbor Freight, Snap-on, De- De- DeWalt and maybe or something like that. DeWalt, too. Yeah, excuse <laughs> me. He's looked at DeWalt. So he's looked at five different toolboxes. He's been to the stores, I can't tell you how many times. And that was probably three months, at least three months he's been looking. Do you think he's bought one yet? No, still, still analyzing, right? He's still analyzing. Yeah, you know, and it's it, and do you th- now when he's analyzing, what do you think his one complaint to me is about sleep? 
about sleep? Like he's yeah. losing sleep over he's the choice? He's losing sleep because, yeah, because oh, no. he, he can't make a choice, right? Over the toolbox. Over the toolbox, exactly. I hope this cousin's so, okay with you throwing him under the bus publicly here on the air. I haven't named the name yet. I <laughs> shit, but I haven't named the name. But it's the same thing, right, in, in financial, the world here. When people come in and, you know, you see an option, some people just want to just analyze it to the, you know, the millionth degree. Yeah. And then they lose sleep, your stress. And then most of the time, if you just make a good, you know, a smart decision based on what you see in front of you, you're going to be far ahead, you know, far further ahead than you would by sitting there and, and analyze it and stressing it out and losing sleep and all those other types of things. How do you know if this is the right decision for you? Well, you have to have a plan, and we use our simplicity plan here, and we're going to show you what your shortfall is. In other words, what you're missing, what you're lacking uh, in retirement income, and I'm going to show you how to fill that shortfall with certain investments. Now, when we go down that road, it typically takes away the analysis by paralysis, as you call it, because they can see in real lifetime, it's interactive between the both of us. When a client comes in or somebody comes in my office, we build a plan together. You know, I think the worst thing an advisor can do is build a plan behind the scenes. Why? Because all the magic happens behind the scenes. The person comes back in and you're thinking, you're inferring that they know everything you did behind the scenes and they don't. That's why we do everything with our, with our clients. We co-plan. I have a 65-inch Dell computer on my wall and we show it right live right now. And then that helps people make smart financial decisions and takes away that a lot of that analysis that people will do. You still need to do analysis, don't get me wrong. But it'll narrow it down much more and you'll have a much better understanding of how to fill that shortfall. And I think that's the way that you have to go at financial planning is you have to see it, you have to be involved in it because it is your plan, it is your retirement. You need to be educated along the way and you need to see what investments are best for you at this particular time to get you to and through retirement. Again, the number to call to reach Kevin to have a conversation about your financial plan and how to improve your retirement planning and your financial life as a whole. 888-885-PLAN is the number, 888-885-PLAN. All right, Kevin, one more example here where people get in their own way is by blindly trusting the financial advice of people who aren't financial (laughs) professionals. And this one doesn't make any sense to anybody when you tell it to them and they view themselves as outside of that circle. But then once they're in it and they're getting the advice from a trusted family member or friend, they don't usually see the wisdom uh, behind this uh, this conversation. So this one can be really tough. This is really tough because who are they getting advice from? You know, in a couple, right? Family, friends, a lot of them at their workplace, right? So if you're going into you know, next year up here and you, you got 30 people and they're all talking. This one guy seems to be doing better than everybody else. Or this one lady seems to be doing better than everything else. Normally, that's not the case, right, when you come in. I had a family. I got a whole family that comes into my office. There's four of them, four brothers and sisters. And they all think, three of them, they all think that the one brother does so much better than the rest of them. And, of course, I met them on. I can't tell you which one's doing what, which one's doing that. I can't even, you know, I don't talk about that to other people because of the confidentiality. But they're all wrong, Walter. The three are wrong. The, the three are doing better than the one that they're taking advice from. Mm. They're trying to take advice from. Isn't that funny? And that, that, that happens a lot. So don't take advice, you know, I don't want to say don't take advice, you know, maybe you're, you're somebody is really good at it that you're close to, but put it in a plan. Make sure that advice is right for you. Make sure it's going to get you to your goals, to your, you know, your, your retirement uh, aspirations and all those things. So don't, you know, you have to make smart financial decisions 
that's going to impact the quality of your life. How do you do that? Sitting down, putting it in a plan. So if you are taking somebody's advice, put it in that plan. Does it work? In, in, in our simplicity plan, I'll show you. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. And uh, then you can make, you know, the analysis goes away a little bit. And then you can say, all right, I don't need to look, focus on this. What will work for me? What will work in this instance? What will make more sense to my own particular plan, to my own particular retirement? So I can have the sleepless night, or not the sleepless night, so I can sleep well at night and I can enjoy retirement. And if you're in Michigan, the only salt you got to worry about is the margarita salt on your rim when you're down in Arizona <laughs> and Florida. And that's what we try to do here. We try to get people, we try to take that stress away. We try to show you in real time, we, we want to we want to co-plan with you. We want to get you involved in your own planning uh, process because we know over time that if you, you know, I got a saying in my, in my office, if we involve you, you're going to learn. And I think that happens more often than not. We involve people every single time they come in here and by involving them, they learn. We don't tell them because they'll forget we involve them. So they learn. You have to go down that road and you have to see if it's in your best interest. Wow, I really like that philosophy. So if you want to get involved in your financial plan and the uh, in the success of your financial future, don't hesitate to reach out. One more time, that number is 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-PLAN. Call that number, leave a quick voicemail if you get that, and uh, let us know that you're interested in chatting about your financial future, that you want a complimentary financial review. That's all you have to do, and that'll get the process started. If you're just looking for that place to begin, hey, where do I start with this whole planning thing? Start by reaching out. Kevin will help guide you from there. 888-885-PLAN is the number. You can also find out more information about Kevin and the planning process and check out past episodes of the show and more online at insightfolios.com. But the most efficient way to get in touch is to pick up that phone and call Kevin at 888-885-PLAN. Come into the office in pinconning or meet remotely if that's easier for you and start that conversation. All right, more coming up on today's show. This is Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Stay tuned. It's getting to know you time. It's time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on today's episode. Here is the question of the week for you, Kevin. What is a compliment that you often receive? Well, when when people come in the office, you know, I hear this quite a bit. Is you know, I'm I'm helpful. I'm trying to help them out. They understand that, and I'm on their side. And you know, I hear that more often than not. Not even in the office, but even outside. When you know, it's just in my nature. My dad and mom taught me how to do that. You know, you see, somebody needs a helping hand, stop and give them a helping hand. And I think that's probably I hear that quite a bit. Now, if you listen to my to my friends, they'll probably come up with a better answer than I would. And probably <laughs> we couldn't mention it on radio, maybe, but um, they'd be kidding. But I think that I think that's it, Walter. How about you? Yeah, that's a nice one. I um, I would say I I do, and um, I do get comments on my nice blue eyes pretty frequently. Mm-hmm. So that that might be the most common one. Although probably a little bit more often than that one is uh, you. Although today might be an exception, Kevin, with me having a little bit of a cold. But uh, it, it is often uh, you have a great voice. Oh, I just love your voice. Things like that. So. That's a pretty yeah. nice compliment to get, especially when you talk for a living, you know, in, in radio yeah. and podcasts and things like that. So that's always nice well, to hear, I suppose. I will have to agree with that. The gods <laughs> blessed you better on your voice than they did myself. So, yes. 
yeah, it's it's been nice to to help make a career out of it. So, although I don't know, after a couple of colds over the last couple of months and uh, all this nasliness I've had lately, I might need to take insurance out on my voice in case this uh, becomes a problem. The Lloyd's of London, I bet you can insure it. Yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. have to have to insure the thing that makes you your your dollars, I suppose. Right. That's right. So, anyway. That's right. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's nice. Thanks thanks for sharing those uh, compliments with us, folks. When you see us and talk to us, it does make us feel pretty good. Hope you get complimented in a similar fashion. In fact, I'll lay a compliment on our listeners, Kevin. Uh, we appreciate you listening to today's show. Yes. And you are such good listeners. You never interrupt Kevin and I ever. You, you're just always listening uh, very intently. It's uncanny, isn't we, it? We appreciate that. <laughs> very good. All right. Speaking of our listeners, we've got at least one listener question that we can tackle on today's show as we get ready to wrap things up so come back and join us for the mailbag segment right here on simply financial after a while all that financial noise seems to run together in 1930 the republican controlled house of representatives in an effort to alleviate the effects of the anyone anyone the great depression passed the anyone anyone it's time for a fresh perspective Keep listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Time to open up the mailbag and answer a listener question before we wrap things up on today's episode of Simply Financial. This one's from Phil. Phil says, I'd like to retire sometime in the next six months, but I'm still more than two years away from my Social Security full retirement age. How much does this matter? Do I need to stick it out until then? Well, that's a question I get very often here, Phil. And how do we, how do we determine that when you come in my office? Well, we put all the numbers down in your plan. So if you wait two more years to your full retirement age, which is either going to be 66 and some odd months or 67, you are going to grow that Social Security benefit. But what if you didn't have to? The question is, say, I, I'd like to retire. What was that, Walter? I'd like to retire in the next six months. Yeah, I'd like to retire basically yeah. this year, but I'm still two years from Social Security for, full for, retirement. So that's that's kind of what? He's, in, he's like doing analysis? Do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So all the analysis. So I can, I, you know, if you come in, Phil, and we sit down, we do that simplicity plan, I can put in the numbers. You retire now and draw a lesser amount. You retire in two years, draw a bigger amount. Or you don't. You can retire now and don't have to collect your Social Security for two years and let it grow and then maybe take assets from other accounts that you have to get you to there. And the, and the answer is simple. We don't know until you sit down and we figure it out. And it's not that difficult. The hardest part of this whole thing, Phil, is for you to take action, for you not to procrastinate. Because once people come in the office here, particularly, you know, my, particularly in my office, maybe an hour and 15 minutes, we're going to have a pretty good idea of whether it makes sense for you or not. And it's just by sitting down, putting some numbers on, on your financial plan, asking you some questions, getting your goals, how much income do you need, what is your Social Security benefits going to be, do you have pensions, do you have, what, what's your account values, all those types of things. In an hour 15, I bet you I can give you an answer whether it makes sense or not. But it's up to you, Phil. I can't do it for you because I don't know the particulars. You have to, you know, you have to pick up the phone. You have to make that phone call and talk to your advisor. If you don't have one, talk to me and get that answer. Don't work two more years if you don't have to. And that's the key right here. You may not have to. And I'm betting, Walter, that most people come to my office, the same similar situation. They don't have to. There's, there's planning that we do that says, no, you don't have to. And then the big relief on their face, you can see the stress leaving, you can see the big smile coming on, sometimes a few tears, because they've done more than they thought they've done. And then they don't know until they get it down and get it in front of them. And then somebody's explaining it to them. 
in just a simple manner that they understand it. And that, that's what I think Phil's missing. Yeah, it's a great point. And uh, Phil, we really appreciate you sending that question in. It is a similar one that Kevin gets all the time. People in a similar situation. Hey, I'm X years away from retirement. I want to do Y. How do I do it? And that's that's Z. That's the equation, right? X, Y, and Z. And so you've just got to go through the planning process to figure out those variables and to know your next moves and and to make those moves with confidence. You know, you can make those moves with no confidence. You can you can guess and pick and choose and try and figure your way through it. But boy, isn't it a much better way to go about it with confidence in your decisions and and knowing a little bit more of how things are going to shake out? Well, that's what you can get with proper financial planning. And that's what Kevin does every day in the office. So again, if you're in Phil's situation or have uh, just a whole different direction of your own, but need some guidance to develop your retirement plan, don't hesitate to reach out. 888-885-PLAN is the number, 888-885-7526, or online at insightfolios.com. Set up that time to meet for a complimentary review of your financial plan. 888-885-PLAN is the number. Kevin, thank you for all the help on this week's show. Good luck on your little fishing trip. Hope you get some big fish out of it, and we'll look forward to catching up next week. I'll send you pictures. All right, sounds great. That's Kevin Ray. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for taking the time to join us this week. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your weekend, and we'll see you next time on Simply Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.